0: got it. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Let me get situated here. How's everyone feel today? Amazing. I heard amazing. Give me another one. Another amazing. Give me another word. Blessed. That's really good. Blessed and happy. Is anybody tired? <laughs> Uh, Well, I'm sure we've got a lot of folks um, on vacations or traveling or maybe just getting some rest and some family time, but um, it's it's always a pleasure to kind of share with you guys, and that's what I consider it, just sharing. I was thinking about it this week, and anybody ever ride along and uh, listen to Christian music and... Just something will just kind of keep coming back sometimes, like a certain song or sometimes even just certain words. But for me this week, there's a song by Katie Nichols called Hold On. That thing kept coming back to me. And so uh, as I was trying to think about what I was going to talk about today, um, now you know. It's going to be about Hold On. Um, Anyone here ever heard of Johnny? Johnny? Johnny Erickson, very famous um, back in the day, but she, um, well, let me start with this. Sometimes life has a funny way of twisting, turning, and taking us on a path we could never have imagined. Sometimes those surprises are wonderful. Other times those surprises can be devastating. They can totally change the outlook and vision That we have for our entire life and grief shock pain can leave us feeling like we have no value or purpose so I'm going to tell the story of Johnny apparently there aren't too many people that know and it is Johnny and she is a girl or female and her father named her Johnny spelled j-o-i-j-o-n-i because he had thought she was going to be a boy so let me see make sure we got this guy. Ooh the Lord of all. Entire message. (laughs) Just don't look. Don't look. We'll get there. My goodness. Sorry, guys. We'll get there together. All right. So, this is Johnny. And as as far as I could find, it's probably the youngest picture of her that's out there. Um, So. Before I tell this story, I'm going to tell a story of myself and my parents. My parents wouldn't let me go to the movies ever like movies were bad like that's there was just it was not even up for a conversation but in nineteen seventy nine when the movie came out about Johnny, um they kind of gave in i was going I went at like four o'clock on an afternoon I'd never been in a theater so seventy nine maybe eighty I was probably nine or ten years old, and I was going with um some people that um that actually a teacher that taught with my mom at the uh the Wesleyan Christian Academy but um so I was so excited to go see a movie in the theater popcorn drinks all that didn't know much about the movie but hey I was game you know just to get to go out and do something that everybody else was doing but um for Johnny in life an, in, an instant in life took an instant in life took a life-changing turn for the worse for Johnny and her family A sudden tragic event setting Johnny on a painful and lifelong search for answers and a purpose for her life. So Johnny's story can inspire us to hold on and claim our immense value in Jesus and pursue a life lived passionately for the kingdom of heaven no matter how overwhelming the struggles and circumstances. So Johnny was 17 years old and She and her sister went to hang out on the beach and swim in the Chesapeake uh, Bay. Now, Johnny was saved at age of 15, very involved with her community. Um, She was energetic, athletic, beautiful teenager, well-liked, great grades in school, a life full of hope and promise. They're, actually, they as they went to the beach, they're all just kind of hanging out. Her sister's learning to swim and has someone with her. So Johnny decides to swim out. She's the older sister, so she sees a wooden raft, and she decides to swim out to the wooden raft and sit on it and watch her sister swim. So after a while, she got hot. She decided to jump in off the raft for a swim. She dove headfirst. Not realizing the water was only around three feet deep. This moment changed the rest of her life. Fortunately she did not take in water and her body floated to the surface face down. This allowed her sister and friends to see she was in trouble. As Johnny was floating face down her friends all got around, got her out of the water, and through emergency services had her rush to the hospital. The clock was ticking on her survival. Johnny woke up in the hospital, but remembered everything, which I'm not sure was necessarily good or bad. As she cried and screamed, she asked her father, Why? I'm scared. Her dad repeatedly told her God would take care of her, and she had to hold on. The accident had severed her spinal cord and broken her neck. The doctors did everything they could with multiple surgeries and fusions over the next few days. The surgeries were considered a success by the medical professionals. In the words of the doctors to the family, Johnny was fortunate to be alive. Unfortunately, Johnny's injuries had left her paralyzed from the top of her shoulders, down. She and her family would have to accept. She was now a quadriplegic and would remain bedridden, or at best be confined to a wheelchair for the rest of her life. This was an unimaginable emotional blow and Johnny fell into resentment, anger, and deep, deep depression. She contemplated suicide, but she could not even hold a razor or take pills. She had asked her sister to give her pills, and her sister said, No, you know, that's a sin. You know better. We can't do that. Her life was basically over for that moment. So she thought of ways to end her life in different ways mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Even at that moment in her life, she knew Jesus Christ as her personal Savior. She did not understand, but continued to remember a scripture verse. Her family often said, when things were good or when things were bad. It's 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. And the key in two words were concerning you. I've never even read that verse that way, but in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you, concerning Johnny. As Johnny was continually turned on a mechanical bed every two hours to prevent bed sores, she determined to be thankful and hold on to God and his promises. At first, there seemed to be only little things to be thankful for. She was finally able to turn her head. She could be raised in a special bed upright to a vertical position. When I was watching the movie, it would show where she just lay flat, and then literally the bed would just flip over. Obviously, she couldn't control her her using the bathroom so she had to be cleaned up constantly and you know you just see those images of a bed that just it was somewhat loud probably pretty realistic but every two hours so resting was almost an impossibility Um, some of the other things that she learned to be thankful for was she could eat and digest solid foods then she was eventually moved to a private room with a window Over time, her perspective widened, and she recognized bigger things to be thankful for, bigger promises, blessings, and purposes to hold on. Armed with moral and physical support from her doctors, nurses, physical therapists, family, friends, and a continual growing of daily dependence on God. Johnny learned how to function without her hands, arms, legs, or feet. She did not learn just how to function. She learned how to remain positive, how to laugh and make jokes many times at her own expense. And she searched for what God wanted her to do next. During the first two years of intense, physically and mentally demanding physical therapy, Johnny thrived. Amongst other things, she learned how to type, draw and paint with a brush in her mouth held in control by her teeth and tongue. She painted horses, mountain landscapes, and even signed with a national publication company to create artwork for special occasions and get well cards. That's actually from the movie but um, that was the only image I could find, and I've seen some of her artwork. It is just, like, nuts. So this gave Johnny a truer sense of value and purpose. A, a truer sense of value and purpose. In those quiet times, she realized that her life was meaningful because she was valuable and loved by God. Johnny, Johnny admits that following Christ's road has not been easy, Some days seem impossible to bear. Ironically, the sufferings she endures are just part of God's plan. But the thing she cherishes the most because it connects her in a special way with her Savior. Her depleted strength, pain, disappointments, and sometimes lack of resources drove Johnny straight to the cross to the only person who could understand and supply the strength, encouragement, and hope that she needed to not only hold on, but to push ahead. I read a lot of her quotes, which I found pretty fascinating. Um, one of her most famous was, The Bible tells it like it really is. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. No one goes to Christ heaven. Christ." heaven who doesn't first share in Christ's sufferings and when I first read that I thought hmm that's interesting but Christ told us that he told his disciples that you'll you will be persecuted you will suffer and I think just the reality of life is bad things happen but boy if we submit ourselves to Christ and let him use us in whatever way he sees fit there is a purpose and he can't, there is a plan. He can bring good out of the worst. So, I'll get this right in a minute. So, Johnny has accepted her condition and sees it as something that was meant for the mission God placed on her life, which is showing and telling people about the love of God and no matter the circumstances, remaining faithful to God's will. So for those that are wondering, Johnny got married, she beat breast cancer twice, became an accomplished artist, gave hundreds of Christ-focused motivational speeches to pack schools, adult groups, youth church groups. Johnny also became a globally recognized ambassador for people with disabilities and special needs. She's currently 73 years old, and with God first in her life, Johnny Erickson continues to hold on. So I pulled some things here uh, that I wanted to kind of go through. Uh, The deepest level of worship is praising God. In spite of pain, trusting him during a trial, surrendering while suffering, and loving him when he seems distant. So does anyone ever feel like God's distant? Be honest. Yeah. And the more I kind of looked at things, sort of felt like, you know, the struggles that we go through in life aren't always like similar to what Johnny went through. Something just so like life-changing, physical, debilitated, you know, just, you know, attention-grabbing stuff. Sometimes... We go through life, and just the every single day stuff is just as hard as some of those things that Johnny went through in terms of, oh, I just got to hold on. Everything's crashing down around me. You know, God, where are you? This is supposed to be easy. I'm blessed. I love that, that example there, the, the small frog hanging on. I'm coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take away your crown. Revelations 3.11 These are some pretty powerful images, but I think it's real. Like, I think people feel this way in a lot of situations, whether it's depression, whether it's their own decisions that have been made, whether they're in an abusive relationship, physically, mentally, whether they just don't feel like that they have any value. They just feel damaged. And this is what Satan does. But there's a promise. This is a great one. When life is hard, God is near. But we don't always feel that. I know there's been times for me, I didn't. Another powerful image. In the midst of the trouble, and when life is hard, his peace is there. Another one, very frustrated. Nothing's going right. The harder I try, the worse everything gets. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. Love this one. Anyone ever feel like you're smiling, but you're really not smiling inside at all? You don't... oh, you don't see yourself with a smile? You really feel terrible. I thought that one was was really, I think there's a lot of times when I know I've felt this way and and continue to feel this way. It's like, you know, I'm I'm putting on a smile, putting on a smile. I think there's a commercial out where a lady has like a thing over her face and it's a big, big smile and then she pulls it down. There's no smile there. But we have a promise. God said, I will make you happier But first, I will make you stronger. Another one, misery. Just afraid, anxious, depressed. I'm a failure. I let this person down. I let myself down. God, I've tried to be good so many times, and I just keep coming back. You can't love me. (laughs) I don't care how hard life gets, I'm not losing my faith in God. Really like this image. This certainly kind of reflects to me is it's either the morning or the evening, but there's a time when this person is really contemplating trying to think about what she's going to do. Who's going to help her? I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Philippians 4.13 This is a powerful image. Notice how everything's coming from inside the umbrella. But it just makes it feel like an avalanche on the sky. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Isaiah 26, 3. Another image. God, please help me. Where are you? Why is this taking so long? You promised. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. Psalms 5.3 This was probably kind of my favorite is just as a visual example of sometimes we're just drowning man it's just it seems hopeless and if anything in your life seems hopeless right now I just encourage you you don't have to be able to say the perfect prayer you don't have to be able to know exactly where in the Bible to go look just reach out pray to God no expectations. God, I'm drowning, man. I need you. I need your help. Help me with this. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. We're never alone. So before we leave today, I want you to remember these four things. If you're struggling now, remember them. If you're not struggling now, remember them. They're important. Pretty simple stuff. God says, remember these four things. I will make a way for you. Now, it doesn't say, I will make the way that you want for you. But he will make a way. I'm fighting your battles. You don't have to do it on your own. And I think we're, we're built to hold on until we're so down, we just give up. But knowing that God is fighting our battles, prayer is the best medicine. And then one of the hardest things is trusting God's timing. I love this. You could actually give an entire message on this, but never hold on to anything tighter than you're holding on to God. So, you want to hang out with a certain group of friends? Don't hold on to them tighter than you're willing to hold on to God. And even don't hold on to your family or your spouse. If it's in God's will, put God first. Let, it, let those things go, if need be. If you're if suffering from addictions, don't hold on to those addictions tighter than God. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promises. Hebrews 10, 23. So in closing, before the, um, the praise team brings our last song, um, I really have like a feeling that we all need this. We need to know that it's, it's, it's never okay to give up, but we need to hold on. And the most important thing is, what are we holding on to? If you're holding on to something that's gonna, that's really is not good for you, or that you think, well, if I hold on to this, then everything's going to turn around. If I hold on to my job, if I work harder, I'll get more money, and then I won't have these financial burdens. But the one thing to hold on to is God, because He has a plan for every single one of us. We all have gifts. We all have talents. God may... God may have a plan for you that you've known about or been considering for a long time, but give in. Give in to God's will, and you'll find that peace. He promises us, and does God break promises?